Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Second hour of Old School right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We've got a special guest in the building. Stricky stopped by for a little bit, hanging out. Little Bellevue West connection here, no big deal. Kind of a big deal. What's up with that? He wasn't claiming you a minute ago. That's okay. I, I was just saying, DP, what's up with that? You know, because it's a lot. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. See, look, see, look, you got it now. Well, it's Keeny. Like, it, it, once, you, once you hear it, it's in your head. Like, there's nothing You're you can stuck, do about it. You're stuck, bro. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm going to go in my car and download it. Right, it's Keenan. Like, anything Keenan, I'm cool with. Yeah, Like, right. so we're good Jay with Jay hates it. Jay hates it. Uh, so, Jay, can we share with Strick? Well, did you let him finish his lead? Yeah. DP? Rico okay. never finishes. Oh. I go until he starts talking. Okay. Like he never finishes because yeah, otherwise it's it's a twenty five. DP, you're second. like Draymond well, Green on, uh, in, in in the game, gotta, just deboying everybody. Got to right got to orchestrate. Got to orchestrate. <laughs> so slow down, Steph. Slow. You do it. I'll take it all. I do it too much. I, 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 I give everybody right. everything, and then I'm like, all right, here you go. I know you had your little do mm-hmm. moment, but you know this to, is a physical. Know. This is a physical game here. Right. Read the room. You you the little do. Let us. I don't go. Look, I'm smarter now. I'm going to paint. I'm not. I'm not stupid. But so Jay, Jay, can we share the idea we were talking about last night? Oh, uh, probably not on air, right? Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll keep the film study to that. Um, we are going down to Haymarket Park last the first the last Friday of the month. Going to take some BP. BP? So BP with DP and Strick, yeah. Okay. You, are you a lefty? Yeah, lefty. Right. So we'll come up with a competition. Way Bat- for- wooden bats or aluminum. I think Are we cheating? I think I think it's wooden. I think the salt dogs use wood. Let's do it. Yeah, they do. It's whatever they okay, use. I just want to know it's pro bats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, and I I'm like pretty it. sure that listeners, some listeners are going to come with their own bats anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, the reason I say that is, and I said cheating, is is you. it's really, it's very similar to golf. It's not how hard you grip, strong grip, um, how fast you think you can swing it. It's really just about releasing your hands into the zone. The quicker you get in the zone, the more pop you get off a wood bat. Aluminum bat is just going to jump, jump, no yeah, matter yeah, how yeah, you get, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. velocity is, so is different. Yeah. yeah, it's different. So that's all. I just It's mental thing So we do want to do that. And then are you going to be around Friday? This Friday. This Friday. I, I, I will. Okay. But I won't get back in town until – your time's over. Okay. I, 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 well, I got to go to Milwaukee. Because we'll what, what we're doing Friday morning, we're having a cook-off, right? Cook-off. We're having a grill-off. about it. We're having a grill-off. So can you cook? Can I cook? Yes. Wow. Are we cooking? No. Sir. Wow. <laughs> Why would that surprise you? I know. I mean, you're a debonair dude. You know, the debonair dudes usually just stay out of the kitchen. and I stay out of the kitchen a, now. You know, allow the, the cooks and the maids. Wow. <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're a debonair dude. Right, right, right. 
listen. He I said, said he just said. <laughs> he no. said a lot of names. Yeah, he said no. you got your own chef. No, right. I said DP's no. sitting on his, in his on his throne, just right. like. Right. Yeah, I would like. I would like some shrimp. He wakes up and he says, "The royal bath, sir, is ready for." <laughs> And I can see DP people brushing like the that, teeth. Right. Uh, uh, 153 <laughs> bubbles as you requested, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talking about having the rookies bring him his orange juice. Talking about, oh, that's Yo. too much pulp. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Go it's back and do, that go, again. do it again. See? Dang. <laughs> I believe it. They came. See, this is why these two together so is a problem because this they do. So the grill off is Friday. Starts from six o'clock in the morning. Uh, so is there going to be radio? Yeah. Well, we're going to be on air. People are going to be out in the parking lot. And then you're just going to just go taste during the break? Yeah, we run out. We Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's spectacular. Is it breakfast or is it barbecue? Is it's, it, what's it's it whatever what's the person wants to grill. Wow. Whatever they want to grill. Can and, I get a plate of something? Yeah, that's I said, you, I'll that, save you well, something. Well, you're a judge. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to be. If you're here. I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to be in this one. Then you, what, next there, month? There will be some left over. Oh, yes. Because everybody's. Because I'll be you, here. But you got to make sure you have DP put your name on it because there's cats in here that. Oh, there's thievery. Yeah. Scandalous. I, 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 I see it. Yeah, they eat, eat it. I got you straight. And then leave you little crumbs. Oh, Take no, care you, no he does not. No, he don't. That's no, he does not. not. I want a diamond mouth. No, he does not. I do not. I ain't want diamond mouth. me, my boy. Right, he, he just told on himself. I, don't. I did it. I don't take nobody's I'll food. I'll eat all your food. I don't take anybody's food. He mm-hmm. wink, wink me. And was like, yeah, I don't take it. I don't take anybody's food. Yeah, exactly. What would you want on my plate? Strick. Well, you guys didn't let me. You guys didn't let me finish. I said I got you, Strick. Unless I get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm kidding. I got you. No, I no, I do not want you near any place of mine. I'll save you a plate. Yeah. So okay. if, if, if tiptoe burglar over there. Right. So <laughs> if, if listeners want to get registered, you want to hold a spot, um, again, the competition will go from six until nine or so. We'll eat um, most of the morning. Uh, just go to the ticketfm.com. There's a banner form for you to fill out to say, hey, yep, I want to participate in this grill thing. We've got some offers. We've got some pretty good stuff accumulated for, for just for participating, mm-hmm. right? Just for participating. Shirts, uh, gift certificates, that sort of thing. Tickets for vouchers for the Salt Dogs. Um, but the grand prize, the top three will get a signed Husker jersey. Probably we could maybe work out getting Strick and Jay to sign something for you as well. I, I got some pictures. I got I got some yeah. uh, old NBA pictures. I, yeah. I'll do one. Yeah. yeah. So so we'll do that. So jump on the TicketFM.com, find the banner, and you could do that. Um, a part of what happens when you get the old heads around is perspective, perspective, perspective. So you're going. We're in this phase where the, the basketball team is practicing. They're, they're doing off-season workouts. What can they accomplish now, Strick? <clears throat> I think now it, it's not necessarily about um, performance. It's not necessarily about showing what you can or can't do. I think it's really about cohesion, building that. Because anytime you take – a whole bunch of people from different aspects, different mentalities, different neighborhoods that have not been around each other very long and try to mesh them together and put them out to work towards a specific goal. It's always hard, right? So I think it's got to be about unity. It's got to be about cohesion. I mean, if I'm them, 
and I'm and if I'm a leader on that team, I'm like, we're going places. We'll go down the Platte River. We'll go down, you know, just yeah, doing, doing stuff, stuff right, together yeah. regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a week, twice a week, one Friday, you know what I mean, or something. We're doing stuff together because you got to understand what you're getting in the trench. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, when times get tough. Who's that person? Right. You got to be able to tease them. Right. You got to be able to, you know, throw a little shoulder on them. Yeah. You know know what I mean? Or know know if you can tease them. Yeah. Or and to what extent and what makes them tick, what what they're motivated about, um, emotionally just see how they are. You just got to get people out of the kind of – basketball confines and let them see who you so you guys are you know a little bit you know tied at the hip and know you know when you because when you get down in your case you know last two three minutes of a game and a half and a quarter and you got to push through whether you keep a lead build on a lead or come back and just grind out some tough games or deal with a two or three game stretch that's hard you know or where you guys haven't been playing your you know your best basketball because sometimes I think you see teams once things get hard if they say you lose a game that you shouldn't or you, you lose a game that you just didn't play well, you see a little bit of kind of – I call them pockets, like separation. like in, And you see it a lot in, in youth sports where parents and kids say like you – you know, say like you got three hours or four hours in between games and you send out a team text and you're going to so-and-so sports bar. Well, six go, two kids and fam- – two, two, two players and families go off. Then you get some separation there, whereas now you you almost want to make sure that in those situations that all 10, 12, 14 guys are going because a lot of times um, it's just the little things that separate from mm-hmm. having a successful season um, or a good season that goes to great mm-hmm. or making a – in football's cases kind of – I always say, you know, that maybe the idea – is to flip the sketch or flip the the record from three and nine to nine and three. Mm-hmm. Those are the little things, and it's got to be genuine, right? I don't I don't need you hanging out with me, and then you know, so we can get pictures and you you post it, facts, and then you go on five out minutes here. later, mm-hmm. right? I've been on teams in the NFL where we, as like say leadership council or, or whatever, was literally imploring one of our players. To be at, we do this offense, defense, couple day. You know, we just go up to Sweetwater in Houston and kind of stay and play golf and eat and BS, right? And uh, we'd, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, you got to be there. But that's the leadership that was lacking. And mm-hmm. so those are the little things. I mean, you know, I remember being up in Buffalo and one of the bigger things I think separated, you know, Doug Flutie and the way I guess the team played with and around him versus, say, like Rob Johnson, who's physically the better-looking prospect, was Doug Flutie would be in there playing racquetball with everybody. He'd be in the weight room with everybody. He'd be, you know, out, you know, tossing it to the offensive linemen or the right. DBs or the D linemen. And he would, you know, as, as much as you see him talking with Eric Moles going out to practice, you'd see him talking to Ted Washington yeah. walking into practice. Yeah, you'd yeah. see him walking in the game next to me and talking and stuff. Those are the little things that, you, that as a team and as a coach – that you can tell your team about it, but then you got to, that's got to be internal. That's got to be the Eric Strickland, Facts. the Jay Foreman, or Facts. whoever's in there that's got to be the ring Right. That. And it can't mm-hmm. just be, and this is more primarily in a football team's case, and it can't be just guys that look like you. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to kind of, you got to, because you're going to be dependent on their, you got to rally around everybody. Mm-hmm. And so those, this, and it's no different for basketball and football. This is a time that you get, to, this is, 
you're training. You know you got camp coming up. You know you got games coming up. But it's still a long ways away. So you got to find ways to motivate each other in these kind of dog yep. days of summer yep. uh, to keep you know on task and keep improving both individually and collectively. That's why we went from eleven and one because we were doing all of that. Right. We went from eleven and one and lost ten straight because, <clears throat> and some of this comes from the top. Right. Too, yeah. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. There's it's nobody. All, nobody. Yeah. It, it, but yeah. But but when you have <clears throat> when you have conversations that you know are going on. When you possibly have parents that are having influence and others start to hear those right. rumors, even if it's a rumor, it becomes a the, perception of reality. Which is reality. Then that's a lot of right? life right now. Right? Yeah. So when you've got that happening, then that's when your pockets start happening. Right. So you go from your cohesive unit of, of unity of a fist that has power to now fingers start. There's, yeah. there's not as much power in that. And then. Then you start going into slap, which yeah, is just yeah. – You ain't got nothing. Nothing, yeah. right? So so you lose that, and then you've got these guys over here. And then, like you're saying, it's not – it starts getting color, pocketed. Then there's then this branch starts breaking off. And then now you've got everybody just doing their own right, thing. Right, yeah. And you it, see it more now because I think guys are coming in more individualized in any sport. you know, And it's understandable because there's opportunity – for you know and you know future nil money or present when you get there but ultimately all that stuff needs to be dissipated when you go into the locker room and people always view conflict as a bad thing and conflict could just be like hey you know you know say you know i had to get on somebody during a game and in the heat of moment you know i might have went too far Mm -hmm. right but that doesn't mean i'm so in myself that I can't apologize or you can't bring it to me, right? Those are the kind of, but see, if you deal with that within a, you know, a, a reasonable amount of time, when times get tough, you can kind of just push right through it. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of things that go on and there's, you know, always jealousy on every team in every locker locker room, but the best locker rooms are the ones that anything that went on is secondary to what goes on on the court or on the football field or any, you know, baseball diamond or whatever. Strick, you and I talked yesterday about one of those moments, one of those pockets. And I think it would be interesting in one day to really delve into what happened back in, in you know. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the great controversy of that, of that Big, Eight champion, tournament, Big Eight tournament championship team. Because it may not be exactly what people thought it was. And at some point, I think getting a bunch of the guys from that team, getting, you know, Get a few guys, yeah, and have the conversation yeah. about what happened because I guarantee from their own perspective, right? Not from right. like a like talking to a media guy and you're right, yeah. kind of sugarcoating, sugarcoating and yeah. you know caking it over, yeah, no raw and real, just being real about just it. Just to yeah. have that done because I good. think that that's necessary, especially now for the young kids to hear, for fans to get a new perspective. Like, man, we we felt a certain way about this, and a lot of this wasn't necessarily true. Yeah. So to re-remember what happened properly is important. Well, and I said that DP what I told DP when we were when when he mentioned that um and we briefly kind of talked about it. I said I was I played with those guys the majority of those guys that were on that Indiana team when the story was being told mm-hmm. about the Malice in the Palace. 
and the media narratives that were being shaped and I knew those guys and I'm like this is not right this ain't how it's going down this ain't none of them guys are what they're trying to Portray. put upon them yeah. right and so then um I was just glad that they had the opportunity even if it was 30 years 20 years later they had an opportunity to tell their story right. the way that you know, they saw it from their perspective and their view, and I thought that they did a good job of and that. And it's necessary. And nobody saw it the same way, right? Like that's the thing you yeah. had. You had. You had those twenty twenty four players and the ten coaches. And if you ask them all, independent of yeah, one they another, got, they, they got a different version. Yeah. There's a different right. version of it. So, with and the, you didn't know the conflict between Jermaine and and Ron Artest, aka Metal World Peace, right? You didn't. Nobody, I didn't even knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I played either. with those cats, and I knew there was tension, but I didn't know that it was that kind of right, yeah. animosity between right. them and it was good about to, that moment. It was good to have Jermaine O'Neal speak in his own voice. Yeah, yeah. Because we hadn't heard it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he yeah. never, he's never, he never really spoke that much. Yeah. yeah. Right? So I think through that, and then we can go back to, to Nebraska in very, various pockets. I think the stories in the words of the people who played the games – will be an important facet for what we do. Like, it's going to be an important thing we do going forward, is being able to have – because when you ask, you know, day by day, you could you could have asked any one of those 50 players about an experience or a moment, and you won't get the same response. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think going forward, I really kind of want to focus on that. I would really like to ask Jay a quick question if I could. Have at it. Um, so I'm riding with Cluster Johnson, and it, listeners don't know. I mean, there's a we're 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 close friends way back to junior high. Um, former Nebraska wing back, you know, spent some time with Jay. You 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 were with him one yeah, year, right? Yeah, two two yeah, years. Yeah. So we're talking, and we're riding, and he's telling me a Tom Osborne story, just his relationship right, personal, right? that he experienced with Tom, and it was about the Fiesta Bowl. And he told me how Tom came into the room and he just addressed the fellas from a perspective of, you know, I'm going to paraphrase it. Listen, um, you guys have worked your tail off to be here. You're all deserving to be here. It's not even about the game, what I wanted to tell you about. This has nothing to do with this game. I just wanted to let you know that I love you and I care for you. And I want you all to know that if anything happens outside of this forum, it doesn't matter. I got you. Basically, in a nutshell. He started tearing up. Because sitting in that room watching Tom say that to him, he he teared up just the remembrance of that moment. And that's the type of stuff that most people haven't experienced that would share it from a different perspective and it may come forth. And... But no one's able to know those type of things. I think it's worth talking about. I, I my it, my perspective again, and Jay and both because it touched me. I'm right. like, I would have ran through a wall, and I'm like, right. I didn't even play. Right, I would have I would have jumped through the hoop for him it just on that moment. In every team, in every space, in every group on those teams. Right, and I'm just saying, the microphone is on, pad and pen is available. I think telling those stories is important. Yeah, To was a. Uh... He's a genuine man, man. I mean, it's. I remember yeah. asking him, you know, I was contemplating whether to play in my, you know, the uh, All Star game. 
So, you know, you hear the stories of if you get hurt and, you know, then they pull your scholarship. And that was Uh one of the things that, like, when I went to – I took a visit to Cincinnati for basketball, and there was just a guy that got hurt. I mean, you know, they had some dudes there, like Van Exel and them there, but a guy that was on scholarship had blew out his knee, and then next thing you know, he's gone because I was looking at the roster just from a couple months before. I'm like, where is he? Because, you know, you're trying Mm -hmm. to size up who's there. Mm -hmm. And it was like you never got the straight story. But I remember sitting with T.O., and I just said – he was about to leave, and I had one question, I, and I asked him, I said, what what would happen if I did get hurt? He's like, if, when you when you commit to Nebraska from that day forward, we are committed to you. Mm-hmm. You have my word. Mm-hmm. And, and you saw it in his eyes. That and that he, looked, he looked me dead in the eye like this. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's like, I promise you, and, and my dad was there, I promise you and your dad. Mm. I th- I'm just yeah. saying, I, 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 these sto- like this is the stuff that makes the games matter. Mm-hmm. And this is how teams are built, and it's the stuff behind the scenes that just need to be shared with fans. Yeah, you definitely got to have. Um, I mean, we had McBride, we had T. I I mean, every you know, like Coach yeah, Sam, he was Paul close Sam. with us, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you you you, you got to be able to have, especially in football, have a voice or a presence that you can implore people and move people to do stuff that they normally wouldn't do, mm-hmm. and that's. What mm-hmm. Cluster was telling you, that's what mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Um, they say about McBride, you say about Coach Tenniper, you say about Coach Solis. I mean, that's just the way it is. You say with Coach Brown, that's the way, the way those coaches were So built. they were extended arms of Tom. Right, just in, just in their own version. Just in their own version. And, and they were consistent in it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's always Day important. in and day out. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask you, we'll go to break. When we come, I'll just ask you, I want you guys to think about it and then give me the answer when we come back. What's the most important thing a coach can tell you? Oof. We'll get that answer yeah. when we come oh, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.